Welcome to the SBCN Small Biz Podcast, your connection to the small business community. Thanks for listening. We're dedicated to bringing you the best small business trends and tips. Visit us online at sbcncanada.org to find other ways we can help your small business flourish. everyone, it's Linda Ockord-Jenner here with another SBCN Small Biz Podcast. And the reason that we uh, host the Small Biz Podcast is so that our wonderful members can share who they are, what they do, and some tips and ideas for our listeners. Today, I'm really, really happy to have Ashley Close with us, who is um, a realtor with Davenport Realty Brokerage, and I believe that's based in Guelph. Hi, Ashley. Hi, I'm Linda. Thank you so much for having me on today. Well, you know, we we met for the first time in real life a couple of weeks ago and you've been a member for a while. It was so lovely to meet you in real life. You are a bundle of joy. You are a bundle of energy. I would imagine uh, when you're dealing with your clients, they are so happy to be around you and, you know, around your energy, Ashley. Oh, that's likewise for you it was so amazing and and um you know you were you're you're exactly you're you're amazing um, thank you yeah absolutely and I mean that's my goal that's my goal is to have have clients feel that way and I I I guess my my question is Ashley um what what in, interested you about um, realty, about being um, a realtor. Have you always wanted to do that kind of work? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think a lot of realtors come at it. I mean, there's all different kinds of ways that people get involved in real estate. Um, for me, uh, I guess to be honest, no, I never really thought of myself as um as becoming a realtor however um i guess way back uh when i you know years ago when i lived in guelph i applied to remax and i ended up getting um getting a position there as an administer uh, administration the front desk for the brokerage and then that kind of um after a little bit, I, I, I guess I made a switch because I decided to go back to school. Um, but I always, you know, after that, I always had had a passion for it. I just ne- didn't see my, you know, necessarily know that I was going to get my license. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then my one of my best friends, her husband owned the brokerage that I I was at before. And they needed someone for an admin. And I was kind of in between you know, I was doing some different part-time, different part-time things. So I was like, sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll, um, help out. So I was an admin for, for years in the Cambridge, their Cambridge office. Mm-hmm. And then I just, you know, slowly developed my passion from getting to meet everybody and I got my license and then I guess the rest is history. Well, congratulations on that. Now, for for our listeners, if someone else, say um, a college student, university student, or someone who wants to change their career path, if they want to become a realtor like you, um, I think it's a little bit more involved um, than most of us believe. So 
when you say you have to have a license, what does that involve, Ashley? Yeah, absolutely. So what that involves is there is, um, I mean, it's, it is a little bit more flexible, which is nice in that um, they, they do offer the, the whole program online and it's through Humber College, um, their real estate um, yeah, um, program mm-hmm. through Humber. So, um, yeah, so you can do it all online. And, and the nice thing is when I took my license, I could, I could still work while I was doing it because um, you, I mean, they give you kind of a guideline of how quickly to go each through each section. Mm-hmm. Um, and you write a test after each section. And I wrote my test virtually, which was a, a really unique experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. However, I was fortunate um, versus, I guess, other people that are going through the program that I was already, you know, a part of a brokerage and already had an understanding of, you know, a lot of the things that we were going through. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And then you, um, the neat thing is, is that we had two um, interactive sessions with other, um, with other people who were going through the program. So Basically, you'd sign up and it was a, a whole weekend. And um, yeah, and they just focused on role-playing scenarios. And um, it, it it is, I have to say, it is a lot of information thrown at you. And it's continually invol- evolving. And mm-hmm. um, you, you really do have to love change and wear a lot of different hats. Um, that's one thing, you know, that I don't think they really, um, you can never really anticipate, um, whole, like wholeheartedly that you, I mean, you could be like a therapist, you could, you know, put that on, on, you could be, you know, I don't know, babysitting like, <laughs> you know, stage, a stager, you know, yeah. you wear so many hats because you, you're involved in someone's life savings and often people put yeah it's one of the biggest um they say it's one of the biggest purchases we'll ever make when we we buy a home so that's right what what you're telling our audience I guess what you're sharing with our audience is it's not a case of like some people think you become a realtor you you know you put a for sale sign up in the garden and you sell a house for a lot of money and then you you also gain a lot of money by doing that and then you go home and you have a rest because um from what i gather uh, most realtors pay a lot of their own expenses don't they you have to pay i'm not sure whether you do for the board to go up for this for sale sign is that still a thing or oh yes yes yeah. it is quite that's that's the thing is i guess with any um, entrepreneurial adventure, you do have to make sure that you've um, thought of start of costs and have some contingency to, to get you through. Mm-hmm. Um, because you, and even as you grow in the real estate, you can never anticipate 100% how things will go. Mm. And yeah, you do have to like, you know, you pay your own gas, you pay, no one pays any of your expenses for you. So yes, you really do have to have that contingency at first and recognize, you know, that you, you might have to be patient for, you know, quite a while before. Patience. 
Yeah, yeah. Patience, patience is a good word and it's good to know because for those people who are thinking it's really easy and you get paid lots of money and you have all these things paid for you, if they haven't got a contingency and they can't pay for those things themselves. I also think, Ashley, it has to be some kind of you have a love, a passion for real estate for the simple reason you are dealing with human beings and sometimes as human yes. beings can be a bit odd, we can be a bit argumentative we can be a bit you know we can ask too many questions if there are too many questions um (laughs) so I guess you're the kind of person that can deal with lots of different personality types without actually thinking I want to I want to really you know throw throw the facade sign at this person because they are getting on my nerves that's you know and that's that's the thing is that um yeah you yeah you have to be able to pivot and and yeah, deal with multiple personalities and, and uh, like really any personality. I mean, you do, uh, as you, as you go on and, and I've certainly come to realize this, that at first, a lot of agents just take, they, they pick up anything. Yeah. They, um, you know, they're just so, um, you know, eager to, get going and to grow their business and rightly so but as as you go on you um you know you kind of make a pact with yourself okay so this because in the end you teach people how to treat you and so by setting by setting your boundaries and and choosing what you endeavor wisely for yourself mm-hmm. you by by doing that you help you help your clients in turn by doing I, that. I like that. And you also mentioned that it's not just for you in particular about actually, you know, turning up at the home and showing it to the prospective purchasers. It's a case right. of you may have to help stage the home or get a staging sure. company. You may have to look after children at some point or a pet. Yes. Um, yes. How do you do? How do you deal with those situations? I mean. You must like children and pets, Ashley. <laughs> oh, I do. I have I have two bunnies myself, actually. Oh, and yeah, I know. And so, um, I I think that's. I guess it depends. Everything's so situ- situationally based mm-hmm. um, in real estate, just because you know every things can happen. You know that you don't anticipate, and you know anything can happen. And so, you know, I always kind of look at, at something as as an an adventure okay this is <laughs> happening now okay what what makes sense now yes um, yeah I mean I I would gladly look after um, <laughs> a pet if that was needed oh um, yeah or even or even children for sure I yeah. I, yeah. I absolutely you know a soft spot in my heart so honestly yeah. um it's yeah. all part of the job. It's all part of the job. Now, um, yeah. the good bit, I think, is where maybe you're sitting down to dinner with, you know, your significant other or your family, whatever, yeah. and the phone rings and and the, somebody says, hey, hey, have you sold our house yet? You know, why are you not showing it tonight? Or it could be, uh, when can we sign the contract? So I believe yes. in your line of work, you're often interrupted in what could be your family time your downtime but you have to get on and see to the you know to the client don't you yeah I mean and that's the beauty of 
Um, I mean, we, t- we talk a lot about, you know, entrepreneurs and, and real estate and, and real estate agents having flexibility. And really, I think it, that's kind of the wrong word is flexibility. It's, it's more like choice. Mm-hmm. So the, everybody does it differently. Um, to be honest with you, there's agents that, that don't answer the phone after a certain time. Mm-hmm. There's agents that don't work on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and again, when you're first starting out, you tend to, you know, th- there's there's some agents that just throw themselves in there and work, you know, constantly. And for me, the the more that I go, um, I, I guess you become better at judging what what makes sense. Yeah. So I'm going to not just because somebody calls and, and asks, Oh, can I see this? Well, I'm going to ask some more questions Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be, I'm going to be really judging the situation. Okay. Does this need to happen right now? Mm -hmm. Or, or can this happen tomorrow? Mm -hmm. And a lot of, a lot of agents, especially at, at my other brokerage, um, we talked a lot about if it's not in your schedule, it doesn't happen. Obviously, there's exceptions, but that's kind of what we call time blocking. So first thing in the morning, a lot of agents do um, do cold calling or the, what we call lead generation. Mm-hmm. So from a certain time to a certain time, they don't answer the phone. Okay. It goes to voicemail and then they have an hour or you know an hour in the morning or an hour in the afternoon where that's what they do is they answer their voicemails so I think versus the flexibility and versus you know having to kind of bend to the whim of everybody mm-hmm. I think it's 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 choice and again by ha- by making those choices you can also better serve your clients I think you've hit the nail on the head because Everything you've said makes sense. If you jump up every time the phone rings and you, you know, you don't have any personal time for you or any rest, A, you probably wouldn't be offering the best to your clients. But also, right. why, why would somebody be impatient to see a property, you know, at, let's say about 8, 8 p.m. of a night when in reality it could wait till the next day. It's not like anything's going to really bad happen. You know, Ashley, yeah. it's been a really interesting conversation and what I'd like to do, yeah. I know we're doing another podcast soon, so yeah. um, I'd like to touch on the cold calling and networking in that one. But for this yeah. podcast, how can people contact you, Ashley? I mean, how can we find you? If someone's listening to the podcast, they go, oh, I'd really love to work with Ashley, you know, purchasing a house or selling my house. How can we contact you? Amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm an open book. My, You can reach me by phone. Um, I'll try to say the number is slowly so they can or rewind and listen, but it's 226-929-0469. Or my email is Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y-C at D-V-N-P-R-T dot net. Short for Davenport. Yeah. And um, I'm guessing you find some of your clients on social media or they find you on social media. So do you find many people connect you uh, via that avenue? Oh, absolutely. And it's it's so surprising sometimes because you don't realize 
who's watching you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, someone who, you know, they could not, you know, be in contact or, you know, they, you, they just stay at you and then they don't say anything. And all of a sudden they're reaching out to you because oh. they identify. So it's really, you know, it's an interesting time for connecting. That's it is. And we all, yeah, it's a it really, is. yeah, really and, great time. And that is, that is a really good way to end the podcast. Not because we don't want to listen to you anymore, my angel, <laughs> but because no, I know... No. I know you're a busy lady and you've got homes to sell, but um, we're going to come back and do another mm -hmm. podcast at some point and we're going to discuss, I think it'd be really good to know more about this cold calling and networking. Until then, Ash, I'd like to say thank you for your time and we'll chat again soon. We will. Thank you so much, Linda. Mm -hmm.